Star Wars 7x7 episode 1110 today. The secrets hiding in plain sight about The Last Jedi. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And here's the thing. So I think we've gotten an idea of how the Lucasfilm folks like to work. They like to leave little hints and clues for us scattered about and buried in the things that are in plain sight. I think one of the bigger instances of this was in the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide recently, which had a reference to an outpost on Crate. And Pablo said that he put that in there basically <laughs> essentially to amuse himself, but not really to amuse himself, really to fill out the world of Star Wars and to provide a hint for folks who might be paying close attention about things to come so that was released in oh january of 2017 so after rogue one came out maybe it was actually in december itself but the point is is that it was not until the teaser trailer for the last jedi was released that we found out that the reference to crate in the rogue one ultimate visual guide was actually going to pay off later when we saw crate for the first time in the last jedi teaser so now we have to look back at the Star Wars land exhibit at the D23 Expo this past weekend. And yes, I know it's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's the official name, but it's kind of hard not to go with Star Wars land, right? You know, that's just got that classic Disneyland feel, Star Wars land. Anyway, so there were costumes and props on display, and Matt Martin at least wrote one of them because he tweeted a photo of the A-Wing that was on display and the description that was there. And it was captioned with, that time I slipped a comic book reference into, into this. So that comic book reference, by the way, is for a character named Lulo Lampar. And who knows on the pronunciation because it's a comic book character only. A Duras, so he's got that long green head and very tall. Uh, he was an A-Wing pilot all the way back to the Battle of Endor, and so he first appeared in the Shattered Empire comic series. He was also in the Poe Dameron comic series that's going on too. Anyway, he was mentioned as a famous resistance fighter in that thing, and so Matt Martin at least wrote the A-Wing one, possibly wrote the other ones as well, don't know. But the point is, is that I think we have a couple of clues about The Last Jedi in a couple of the ones that were written. For example, there was a display for the First Order Lieutenant uniform, which says promising young officers undergo intense training and conditioning within the academy before eventually rising to the rank of lieutenant. First Order Lieutenant Gray uniform features a commemorative armband bearing the name of a notable admiral of the old empire. And for the record, the lieutenant's armband has the name Power on it, so there was an admiral Power in the empire about whom we know nothing because there hasn't been any admiral Power mentioned even in the old legend stuff. So there is a mystery waiting to be revealed. But that's not specifically what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the fact that if you look carefully at that uniform, it's the same uniform that we see Finn wearing in the behind-the-scenes reel for The Last Jedi. So that's sort of an example of one that we've already had revealed in a way because it was out on Friday on the floor and then on Saturday suddenly we actually saw it in the behind the scenes reel for The Last Jedi. So 
kind of a surprise already handled, but you can see how they operate. So here's the one that we don't necessarily have an answer on, but I think reveals something anyway. It has to do with the first order transport that was pictured there or on display there, I should say. So the first order fleet transport, it says within the first order fleet, troops, officers, and personnel traverse the interiors of massive ships using small transport vehicles. Piloted by astromech droids, these vehicles are programmed with ship schematics and security access codes. Hmm. So if we know that Finn and Rose are going undercover and we know that they're going behind enemy lines, we've heard that from the Last Jedi big feature that was in Vanity Fair, then they would need to get a hold of a kind of transport like this and need to get a hold of an astromech droid like this to be able to get where they need to go and get security codes that they would need access to. That, of course, raises the question of whether they could actually hack a droid, whether Rose or Finn could. Rose possibly could. She's a mechanic in the Resistance, so, yeah, maybe she has the technical know-how and expertise to be able to hack one of these astromech droids. Finn, I don't think so, because it doesn't necessarily seem like that's part of his First Order Stormtrooper training, right? I don't think the the general stormtroopers got special training on how to take down astromechs, so... Rose a possibility, but there is another possibility to consider too, which I'm going to share with you after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. Welcome back. So the possibility I want to discuss with you is droids in disguise. So we've had that in Star Wars Rebels, right? Because Chopper will occasionally don an Imperial robot disguise. We sort of had it in Rogue One because we had a reprogrammed Imperial droid in K2SO. I know at some point I considered the possibility that that astromech droid that they showed on the Star Wars show that they were saying is going to have a really prominent role or a big deal in Rogue One and that turned out not to be the case and it never even showed up in the movie but at some point I thought there was a possibility that it could be R2-D2 in disguise obviously that didn't pan out there was still sort of a disguised robot in K2SO so we could possibly see a disguised BB-8 in The Last Jedi as a result of this but one thing I feel very confident in saying is that if it was Matt Martin who wrote these who wrote all of them, then I'm pretty sure Matt just snuck in a bit of the action from The Last Jedi in that description. He just hinted at it pretty clearly, in my opinion. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter, too, so please chime in at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. And that's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk with you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get set up for your attack run, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not three marks at 210, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is 
podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.